Here with James Grani. Welcome to the Better Baseball LB DFS Playbook Podcast and live stream recording here for Monday's seven-game main slate. James, good way to start the week. Seven games kind of right in our wheelhouse and a pretty even slate here in terms of pitching uh, when it comes to matchups for us here. Some good lineups to target and build out today. How are we doing, man, coming out of the weekend? Yeah, um, happy Monday. Good, solid seven-gamer to start the work week. And... um just a couple podcasts for me and you this week, John. Yeah. You and I are both uh, on a slight hiatus. Me being slight, you being a long hiatus, yes. uh, taking your honeymoon abroad. Uh, yeah, so I'll be gone for uh, 15 days starting Let's go. Let's go. So, Let's go. Um, uh, yes. I, I will, uh, those tuning in will be graced with, uh, you know, the fill-in voices and faces of, you know, Howard Bender and, Colby Conway and Dan Malin and Justin Fenceman and Dan Servadidio, uh, Henry Wilson, the whole crew there uh, popping in during the week here uh, while I'm gone, while James is gone uh, for a few days at the end of this week here. But don't worry, great hands, all of you will be in, but uh, some different voices at least for a little bit here uh, over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so let's uh, get into it now that everyone knows that you and I are are quitting our jobs. And um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we're here forever. Um, let's go into Vegas and take a look over there at some of the totals and money lines we have. There's really, John, nothing significant in terms of money line favorites. The biggest money line favorite as of this recording, and maybe it changes come 5 p.m. Eastern Standard on Monday when we go live uh, for an hour to break down the slate. Minus 140 are the Cincinnati Reds. That is the biggest favorite on the board. Minus 140. Um, Corbin Burns and the Milwaukee Brewers, slight favorites at home. Hunter Brown and the Astros, slight favorites at home against the New York Mets and Max Scherzer, but there's really nothing that stands out at all on this main slate. Uh, let's see if anything stands out in terms of over-unders. Uh, we have nine implied runs in Cubs-Pirates, nine and a half implied runs in Reds-Rockies. That's it. Yeah. That's seven and a half implied runs, and Mets-Houston is disgusting. Um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot to like. Now that we only have one, two, three, four... Five. So two games without anything official. I don't have a total or a spread for Boston, Minnesota uh, for one reason or another. And I don't have one for Texas, Chicago. That's because Chicago hasn't announced a starter yet. Now we have listed um, Jesse Schultons going for Chicago. But if you look at what Schultons did, he also relieved Friday and Saturday for the White right. Sox. So I now I looked at Fangraphs. Fangraphs probable have Schultz listed. MLB.com has nobody listed. So, you know, TBD there. Um, also, I, I will say, I don't know if the Cincinnati game plays. Is it? Uh, oh, that's so I'm looking at the hourly weather forecast here, and we're looking at 70 plus percent rain. Um, basically starting at noon, running all the way through 3 a.m. the next morning, 7 p.m. It says thunderstorms, 8 p.m. says scattered thunderstorms, 9 p.m. It says thunderstorms, uh, 10 p.m.'s rain, 11 p.m.'s rain. So uh, it is raining all day starting at 7 a.m. tomorrow in Cincinnati. 
uh, with varying degrees of heaviness, but right around the seven to eight to nine o'clock mark here, we got thunderstorms. So good chance this game is going to be a no-go. Now weather changes, where where this weather hits changes. So stay tuned, obviously, to the weather reports. Things are looking fine for... um, for Tuesday. Um, so maybe they just throw a double header on there, but yes, something to at least pay attention to for Monday's slate that Colorado Cincinnati game may not happen. My favorite game in the board. So that's unfortunate. I'm going to, we'll give analysis based on it being played, but if it doesn't, obviously we'll know pretty early on. Yeah. Uh, we'll, the we'll the first initial early. Roth report will come out. And if he's got that thing is red, we'll know it's a, it's, it's curtains. It's curtains. It's curtains exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we got you know, a couple of totals here. We got some, some interesting matchups. Let's jump into pitching here. Talk to me about your favorite pitching on the slate here, James. To nobody's surprise here. Cause I will be the first one to pat myself on the, my back here. And we're going to go right to, you didn't, I didn't even finish what I was saying. And you already knew who I knew where we were going. I knew where we're we're going. Look again, he's been awesome. And where he's been awesome is one. He pitches deep into pretty much every game Two, He strikes out a million people every start. I mean, eight or more strikeouts and three straight four of six. And his low this year was five. Like, He's given us 21 fantasy points or more in five of the six starts. I wish he was getting a little more run support to get this guy some wins during these starts because he has two wins on the year in six starts, but um, he just continues to be great. And we've talked about Minnesota ad nauseum all year long when it comes to left-handed pitching, and nothing's changed. 27.6% strikeout rate is the second highest mark in the league, and you're going up against a guy – and I'm not going to go off maybe maybe a little bit down the road and further than six starts into his campaign, but closing in on cons- being considered an elite strikeout arm at oh, this yeah. point, I mean, dude, when you can strike this many people out consistently, so Cleveland, not a strikeout team, struck nine out. Like St. Yeah. Louis, not a team that strikes out a lot, nine in his debut. So um, this yeah. feels like another game where James Paxson is going to have a, a, yeah. a massive ceiling. And things lately for Minnesota, even a little bit worse, 29.4% strikeout rate against left-handed pitching, a 180 batting average, a 243 Woba, and a 135 ISO, uh, all pretty much bottoms of the league against left-handed pitching here uh, over the last two weeks. So, uh, yeah, on the year, Minnesota sucks against left-handed pitching. Lately, Minnesota sucks against left-handed pitching. And what do we say? Like getting Byron Buxton back in that lineup actually isn't an improvement for them against lefties because he's not hitting them this year. So uh, I'm with you here. You know, I was skeptical to say the least on James Paxton because he was getting absolutely rocked during his rehab starts. And it was like an extensive amount of rehab innings that he was throwing. And it just not looking good for him at AAA coming off of missing all of last year. People were hammering Heim Bloom for the signing because he opted in and we were paying this guy a bunch of money. We didn't think we'd ever see any return for it. Fingers crossed, because obviously, you know, he's Mr. Glass, but uh, looking like the James Paxton of like four years ago, right? So uh, we'll, we'll see, but I'm with you here. He's going to probably be the highest rostered pitcher of the slate. Yep. He should be higher than $9,300, considering he was just $9,300 and all he did was six innings of shutout baseball with right. 8Ks. Uh, the wins, to your point, are factual, and 
we'll see if Boston can score because right. they're going up against Pablo Lopez here, uh, who has right. definitely been hittable lately. Yeah. Um, but well, another guy like that, up and it's like up and down because he's been yeah. really good in two straight starts. He was really bad against Cleveland, Toronto. Right. So you know, can't hit him. Can't hit him. He's at home. <laughs> no, right. uh, worst ERA for him at home this year over five eight eight ERA at home. So. You know, maybe Boston comes through here, but Boston's offense has been much better at their home ballpark this year as they showed the Yankees right. this weekend. You know, so Perfect. we'll see what happens if they go back on the road, if those struggles uh, continue there. So I'm with you there. I like Paxton a ton. Um, I'll also go to Merrill Kelly here. Uh, I know that I was fading him against Philadelphia. He was my fade on that slate. Six innings, three earned, seven strikeouts. You know, the walks are still a little concerning. Um, for me, four, two, three, two, two, the last four starts for him. But hard to argue with the results, really. Again, he didn't get much run support in that game, so he got a no decision. Uh, still gave you 17 fantasy points, threw over 100 pitches. The strikeouts have been nice for Merrill Kelly here. He has, like, some regression indicators, but, like, not a – it's marginal. It's not yeah. It's not a ton. I just wasn't really big on the, on the matchup necessarily for him here, but – I'm fine going against Milwaukee right now. Like they strike out a ton still against right-handed pitching and their offense is kind of hit or miss at times against, uh, against righties here over the last two weeks though, much more miss 30.1% strikeout rate, 140 ISO 284 Woba 213 batting average. So uh, Hmm. this feels like another high strikeout game coming from Merrill Kelly. Yeah. And you know, like we were talking about Milwaukee earlier in the year, they're 21st overall in OPS against right-handed pitching. Like, yeah. So they've really taken a dive. They were top 10 the first couple yeah. months of the year or, or hovering around that point. Um, so really a fall from grace there. 24.7% strikeout rate overall. Merrill Kelly, Road I'm not going to say this. Look, I, dude, he's like got weird Framber vibes from last year. Like even in his bad starts or like three earned runs, like yeah. six innings still, he's still like giving... No, no start this year where he hasn't given you double-digit fantasy points. Not, not one. Every start yeah. this year has been double-digit fantasy points. Yep, and he's getting wins too, he's and he's getting three. a lot of wins. Yeah. I mean, the Diamondbacks yeah. are winning. The Diamondbacks yeah. are winning a lot of games right now. Yeah, so I, I love Merrill Kelly. I love James Paxton. I, I probably start builds on this slate with those two uh, because there isn't really a ton of good value uh, that I think we've at least for now realized. We'll see if. Anything changes on this slate? DraftKings has been known to throw us for throws for a loop at times with who's actually starting and who isn't starting here. But I don't know. I mean, Waka has been a guy we've gone to, but he's got San Francisco, not always the greatest spots for him. Heaney, we we've gone to at times this year. A lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Wild hasn't been pitching deep into games really lately. He's got Chicago, whose offense is maybe coming around. Smiley versus Pittsburgh, but they got some guys that hammer lefties. I mean. Is there a value play on this slate that you're comfortable going to? Yeah, I like Waka. I know San Francisco has been good, um, but Waka has arguably been as good as anybody. And I I said it against in that Cleveland start. Like, it's not that I think that he can continue being this, because this is crazy. Like, this is as good as he's ever pitched. I mean, we're yeah. talking about since May 2nd, this is a four, five, six, seven, eight start sample where he hasn't allowed more than two earned and five of the eight starts he hasn't allowed an earned run. Like, this is crazy for Michael Walker. It's not like he's like 
a spring chicken. He's like coming off a subpar season with the Red Sox. Like he's hasn't been this good. So like obviously to see him pitch this well is a little intriguing or a little like I'm a little skeptical, but he's been good. He's striking people out at a pretty decent clip. He pitch he's pitching in a good ballpark in San Francisco. Like yeah. And again, I understand San Francisco's offense has been good and they got healthy and they called up Ramos and Ramos has been good since getting called up. Yeah. Last two weeks, uh, again, small sample size, right? But more sample size against righties than we generally see lefties. Uh, San Francisco, just a 22% strikeout rate, a 12% walk rate. Um, So we're used to seeing them strike out a lot. That number's coming down. Uh, 167 ISO, 341 Woba, sixth uh, in the league. So like you mentioned, you know, not, not the easiest walk in the park for, for lack of a better term here but um you know sometimes good pitching just beats good hitting too and the way walk has been pitching lately that could certainly be the case here yeah i just i don't know where else to go that that's the thing well, I, you mentioned Heaney. It, right there's I, not i not think there's really much i got if there's not going to be rain i'm willing to go to brandon williamson be, be let me let me back up there's obviously going to be rain, but if they delay the game to where they're just playing a late start, Colorado's 29th in OPS against left-handed pitching. They have a 26% strikeout rate against left-handed pitching. I understand Brandon Williamson hasn't been great, but his bad starts were the Dodgers at home, the Cubs in Wrigley, which, you know, I, I don't remember if it was a wind start or yeah. not. Like, obviously, that could have been the case. Um, and then every other start's been, eh. But five and two-thirds, his debut in cores, he looked really good. He looked really good against Milwaukee, who's a bad team against left-handed pitching. And against left-handed pitching. I'm looking for something. Other Only other name, I would not even a value play, but just to add to our player pool, is Pablo Lopez. I would use him against the Red Sox. Also, um, DraftKings updated the Manaya thing. Uh, so you're, if you do an update, I, I'm sure you'll see it too. Uh, Fangraphs has Disclafani listed as the starter. Okay. DraftKings did this thing where they're giving us... Um, all right, so it's actually official. So Ryan Walker, Ryan Walker is going to open the game. Um, that's official. Okay. I don't, I guess Manai is going to be the long reliever, but he just threw three and two thirds three days ago. Yeah, two, three days ago. So yeah. we're probably in it for the long haul in terms of a bullpen game for sure. San Francisco. Okay. Any interest in Beto then, uh, on this spot? Yeah. I mean, the Cubs are really bad right now against right-handed pitching. The only saving grace is Christopher Morell is seemingly back hitting home runs against everyone. So that's a, that's a worry, but yeah, Osvaldo Beto don't like to see 91 pitches in four innings. I'll tell you that. I do like to see 91 pitches though. I like seeing six strikeouts. I like seeing six strikeouts and 91 pitches. Right. Uh, I mean, this he's facing the Cubs again, second straight start against Chicago. So I can, he'll probably, he'll probably garner some ownership at 56. If, um, like uh, 23.7% strike rate on the year, eighth highest against right-handed pitching this season, a 312 over 242 batting average uh, on the year. And uh, again, we, there, there's some guys on the pirates that can hit lefty. So they, maybe they, they get to smiley here and, you know, get, get him a, a spot to, uh, to take a lead or not. 
091 ISO the last two weeks against right-handed pitchers. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm listen, I'm fine with it. I'm okay. fine with it. Okay. Let's go on over to hitters then. Talk to me about your favorite hitters on the slate. So if we're going to get this dude starting um Schultans, Schultons for yeah. the White Sox and he's listed, <laughs> uh he was really bad at triple A. He and he worked as a starter primarily, um, ten starts versus six relief appearances. So we'll see. Maybe they used him to maybe this was like a he pitched in between yesterday. yeah yeah he pitched twice he pitched back to back days maybe he this was opening, like opening right like uh, no i mean he's they were using him as a starter in triple a and like during in between um so his last outing i guess not his last out yeah his last outing at triple a his last two outings no, they use him as a starter. Well, I'm the- saying like the fact that he's just pitched two innings in two days, would they actually have him? St- st- I mean, he might start, but like, is he gonna well, throw long enough? Is he could it be? Go? Could it be they used that was like his in between pitch sessions? Like those? That was his bullpens. Those were his like maybe you know because he made his last start at AAA on the 11th. Then he makes you know five days later he makes an appearance for. And then he actually got the save, John. He got the save on Saturday. In, on Saturday. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. Well, so we'll see what's going to happen. Let's see if FanDuel has the same thing over there. If Schultans is the starter, because that's I do see him listed on Fangraphs as the probable. Okay. We'll see if that remains true. Um, MLB.com doesn't have it. Corey Seegers and Nathaniel Lowe pop out right away. Um, Schultans has not been good against left-handed bats this year. 758 OPS allowed at the AAA level. Four home runs allowed. No starter. Um, so I'd go for, uh, no uh, starter. Okay. Uh, they usually they'll like add somebody. Um, DraftKings just th- has to oblig- like throw somebody in there. Like uh, they're like they're forced to. Um, honestly, they probably just go off what uh, the Fangraphs. Pages. Um, I like so I like Seager and Low and uh, Nathaniel Lowe if both if Sultans is starting. Jonathan India and Spencer Steer, if that game takes off, Austin Gomber is opposing them. We know how bad Austin Gomber is. I know he pitched fairly well in the start against the Red Sox in Fenway. Um, but I'm just tired of using the Red Sox against lefties. It's if it's I'm using the Red Sox against yeah. righties, and that's really what it's gonna come down to. Unless it's Rob Refsider, who apparently is the best player ever yes. against lefties. He had like 30 fantasy points that day. Um, but Austin Gomber still 381 Woba allowed to righties, 484 Woba allowed to lefties. So, um, I'm perfectly fine. India's hit a, India has hit a, for a lot of power lately, and Spencer Steer is good against lefties. And then Jose Altuve. So, Max Scherzer splits this year, John, fully, fully, fully terrible against righties. 860 OPS allowed, 363 Woba allowed to right handed bats. Jose Altuve. Hitting 345 with a 447 Woba against right-handed yeah. pitching. Um, so I like the two Reds, the two Rangers, and Jose Altuve in the infield. I like that. At least that's my, spe- yeah. my top Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think all of that sort of plays out to where I was looking at as well. I mean, I was just in on the Rangers in general. Uh, it was per usual, yeah, yeah per, per usual. I mean, per usual. Played them again tonight. Nobody played the Rangers. Nobody played against Chris Bassett, even though we – just talk and talk and talk and talk about lefty bats against Chris Bassett. Yep. Leody Severus homered. Corey Seager had a monster day. Uh, Nathaniel, not so much, but Jonah Heim, big day for Jonah Heim from the left side of the plate. Right. So 
Um, not that we're talking about Chris Bass here, but just the Rangers offense in general, just uh, absolute right. heaters here. Um, you know, we, we talk about guys on Pittsburgh for some value. If they're lefties on the mound there, Connor Joe, Rodolfo Castro, two guys that we're, yep. we're certainly going to be looking to, uh, to key in uh, on there. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, you know, if the Cincinnati game does go off, you know, you have Gomber on the mound. Obviously, we can go guys like McLean, Newman, you know, that whole crew there uh, in Cincinnati. So definitely some good options uh, at the top. Uh, what other value guys are you taking peek at? Anybody else you haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, Carlos Santana, one more ma- pirate that I'd mentioned. He's been hitting lefties really well. He's hit for a lot of power lately, too. Three home runs in his last few games. Um, and then Jake Berger. And I know, like, we've turned into the Jake Berger fan club here. And it's not just because I'm so happy that he had home run the day that like, touting him, yeah. we touting him, but 395 Woba and five home runs against left-handed pitching this year. Again, like he just has insane power. And if it's, that's what we're talking about when it's versus Andrew Heaney, like that's Andrew Heaney allows a lot of power. Like that's where Andrew Heaney has struggled yep. his whole career. So I like Jake Berger. No, I went to there. Um, all right, let's uh, move on then over to the outfield here. Uh, top outfielders on this slate. Um, I mean, if we think Manaye comes into this game, Pratis, right? $6,300. Sure. I mean, I know Manaye. I mean, even these numbers, dude, are just insane. Even if Manaye's not right. coming into this game, like you could just get to this guy. Yeah, he's been, he's been an absolute animal. 51 games, 14 homers, 12 stolen bases already. Uh, on the year, just yep. some some pretty crazy production. I don't care Corbin Burns is pitching. I'll go to Corbin Carroll. Uh, 333, 1227, 846. He'll either hit home runs or he'll steal bags. He's got 15 and 19 on the year. Uh, absolute yep. elite play here. Just talent on talent on talent uh, all day. Uh, so if I'm looking up at the top, those are the two I'm looking to plug in up over 5K. Yep. Uh, I largely agree. Um, you can get to Kyle Tucker, especially when he's on this, like on heaters, he's like such a streaky player. The only thing, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. I mean, well, he can do this, right? This is why he's drafted every year as a top first pick, or he's a first round pick every year, second round pick every year, because he's like, oh, well, he's going to end with 30 and 20. It's been slow this year, but we're getting going. Uh, He is a very streaky player, so. Righties are what have given Scherzer problems, but if you want to play an Astro stack, by all means, I'm going back to the well, Christopher Morell, truthfully, um, bars again, like Hold he's on. hitting for yeah, power right. again. Yeah. It's, it's, and John, look at the strikeouts over the last uh-huh. 10 games, five. So if, if he's going to cut down on strikeouts, that's all we can he's ask gonna, for. He, if he's putting he the ball in play home runs this year, honestly, if he stays in the lineup, like could do it. If he can, he could hit, I will say he ends third. We're almost in July, so 40 feels sure, a little too much. He'll have to hit 27 much, over the next 100 would, games. If he had like a – I'll get – okay, we'll, we'll let's monitor this. Like hit, if he has a big he'll July – He'll have to hit 27 over the next 90 games. If he hits 10 in July, then I'll give it to you. Then we, maybe we're talking – maybe we're cooking with something. But I, we're, I, anyways, he hits – He hit 9 in 10 games at the beginning of the season. So. <laughs> true, this is true. This is very true. Um, so I'm going to Morel. If you want to even play Bellinger and, and pair them, Bellinger's back. He hasn't looked great. He ended up like kind of low yeah. in the lineup. Um, you can go there if you'd like. I like Eloy Jimenez and yeah. Luis Robert um against the you know power allowing 
Andrew Heaney. Uh, those, and then I had one sort of written down when Disclafani was the or, original yeah. starter. I'm a little indifferent. The start, the opener for the Giants is really good, and if it's Manaya, he's not hitting lefties well, sure. so um, I I probably pivot off that. But there's a yeah. lot of really yeah. Good but, but since the game plays, I mean Spencer Steer homered again today. Um, yeah. Nick Senzel yep. has good OPS and ISO numbers against lefties. He's right down there uh, in the middle. Um, Half better side from the left or the right. I forget. I believe it's the right this okay. year. Um, okay. I'll pull it up. Uh, but Grichik's 39. He would get a lefty in Cincy. We'd be there if that game played. Profire, same thing. If that game played, we'd be in. Um, yeah, Hap 280, 360 Woba okay. against lefty. So he's hitting him, le- he's yeah, hitting him well this year. Him and, Se- him and Se- I don't mind that. Uh Connor Joe, as you talked about at first base, right, also side. outfield eligible at $3,300. Um, in in a good spot there. Uh, looking for value. Anything popping for value for you? Yeah, Leody oh, yeah. Leody Tavares yeah. for sure. Lefty, uh, he's a switch hitter. Chaz McCormick hits righties well. That's where Scherzer has struggled this year. I would get I would to Chaz. Blind to um, We've been playing him like every slate. Uh, yeah, every slate, and he's been incredible. And then how about Jake McCarthy, dude? He is back. Twenty seven hundred dollars. Stealing bases. Homering, homering off Bieber, which, you know, if you've been listening to the show, we've been telling you all year that lefties are having no issues with yeah. Bieber, and he gives up a home run to McCarthy and Corbin Carroll like, yeah. a few batters later. Um, so, you know, if McCarthy's going to do this every day, and I know he went over with three Ks on Sunday, but even with that over 343 over his yeah. last 10, I, I love the price tag for McCarthy. I'm guessing, uh, see, so not Gavin Sheets there because he's a lefty. Um, let's see here. They have they called the um the twenty nine year old up John he's an infielder, um Ramilliar. Okay. If you wanted to get to him, he went three he went three for three in his debut with two RBIs and a, he's twenty nine years old. He plays um, first and third. You can, can play, play him and yeah, Talkman's Talkman's gonna lead off and he's leading he's yeah, leading off so for them. Like, I mean, he homer he let off the game with I a know. home run on Sunday. I start I played Dean Kramer. I was. I mean, D. Kramer had a very, very good start, but like, was upset that the leadoff. Uh, Luis Matos, I'd still now. play. He's been, yes, he's been really agreed. Uh, Jesse Winker's back. Better news for Merrill Kelly. It sure is. It sure, it is. sure is. All right, um, give me your home run call of the evening. Uh, my home run call, if the game plays, is going to be Spencer Steer. And my tops, I'll just yeah, rattle them off uh, since we're running down. My top stack is going to be the Reds. My contrarian stack, I'm going to go White Sox. Star of the night, Jonathan India. And my value play of the night is going to be Leody. Okay. Uh, I can't believe you took Spencer Steer home run. That is impressive. Uh, my home my, run call, because, you know, he's my guy. He's, he's... Yeah, but you let me I go did. first. You're supposed you could just you could just go first and take. Uh, all right, team. my home run call is going to be Seager here against the White Sox. Uh, my top stack will be the Rangers. My contrarian stack will be the Pirates. Uh, my value play will be Rodolfo Castro. Uh, my my Hell star yeah. of the night is going to be Corey Seager. Let's carry it. <laughs> Shocker <laughs> uh, going on there. All right, let's build a lineup. Got a couple minutes left. Paxton and who? All right. um, Kelly. Paxton and Paxton. Yeah, that works. Catcher. Let's see. What's our value? What's our value down here? Do we have a value catcher? Carson Kelly just punted 2300. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, or Yainer Diaz, who is getting a righty who struggles against righties, and Yainer Diaz is hitting righties. I can do Yainer. What's his price tag? 29? Unless you wanted to play... First base. Do you want to play Connor Joe in there? It's Joe or Santana for me, probably. There, we liked Rodolfo. Did you have a second baseman other than Rodolfo you wanted to plug? Um, it's Altuve or India. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think that game's gonna play. I know we're building it like it is. Let's go Rodolfo because we like him anyways. Third base, they're forty three hundred to play here. So, um, I like Seager. What was your home run call? Steer. So we got to use Steer, I guess, in the outfield. In the outfield, yeah. Thirty six six. I'll do the Yoda. By Jake Berger. Burger. Jake Berger out there. That works. Burger. The Odies. Eloy is $4,000. There it is. There's an example lineup for everybody there with a double spend up pitcher James Paxson, Merrill Kelly, Yanir Diaz, Connor Joe, Rodolfo Castro, Jake Berger, Corey Seeger, Spencer Steele, Leodis Tavares, and Eloy Jimenez. We got a double, like a bunch of two stacks. Two stacks Pittsburgh, two stacks Chicago, two stacks Texas, one off Cincy. And one off Houston. James and I will be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern for everybody to go over the main slate. And if you haven't heard already, the Fantasy Football Draft Guide is live on site. Go to fantasyon.com slash draft guide. Get it today, $26.99. Or get it free with a subscription. Go to fantasyon.com slash all pro. Promo code MLB50 saves you 50% off the first six months. And it comes with a seven-day free trial. Access to all content on site and premium Discord. And now the Fantasy Football Living Draft Guide. James and I again will be back later. We'll talk to you then.